Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Doom Patrol number 104, cover date June 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artist Bob Brown, edited by Murray Boltonoff, featuring The Bride of the Doom Patrol, written by Arnold Drake, art by Bruno Premiani. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go! Girl finally agrees to marry Mento. She changes her mind, however, after a foiled ploy by Negative Man and Robot Man to spoil the wedding proves to her how much her life with the Doom Patrol means to her. Meanwhile, a heartsick Mento consoles himself by redesigning his psychokinetic helmet and costume. Confused? Don't worry, my bride will be right here to explain everything. <laughs> I'm gonna cross that heartbreak bridge when I reach the other side. I'm gonna go get my honey. She's gonna be my loving bride. Be my bride. Be my bride. Be my bride. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary. Please don't. Float me out the window with your mental powers. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. It's our 27th. Is that is there a special thing for the 27th? That's what I was going to look up earlier. Oh. Um, so like 25th is silver, right? Right. Uh, what is 26th? I have no idea. I'm Googling it. We've never followed those traditions, Bob. Anyway, it's amazing that we've been together for 27 years, considering that we're both 35. It Okay, if you can believe that, perhaps I should have you go see a doctor. Well, no, I'm fine. To have your brain checked uh, out in your dotage. There's nothing for uh, 27th anniversary, but 30th is coming up, and mm. is Pearl that a trip to, is the traditional. Trip to, trip to, trip to what? Trip to... Scotland. Uh, Is that what you're going to say? Trip to Scotland um, for 30th anniversary? Or, uh, well, it's the Pearl anniversary, so we should go someplace where we can go pearl diving. Japan? Can you do that in Japan? Well, you can certainly pay to see it What's that lovely story about the John Steinbeck and the baby gets its head shot off? 
Oh my God. <laughs> where does that take? Yeah, where does that take place? Somewhere in South America. Well, if it's right? John Steinbeck, it's got to be California, right? No, because they're foreigners. Oh. I think it's Mexico or someplace down there. Okay. On my geography. Well, that does fuzzy. it. We're going to go to Mexico for our 30th anniversary. Anyway, you. No, we're not. Thought it could never happen. What? The wedding of uh, Elastigirl and Mento. Isn't this exciting? It's finally happening. And it's not a hoax. It's not a dream. It's the real stuff. It's the world's wildest wedding party. Only uh, Madame Ruse, with her stretchy arms, is crashing it and pronouncing them D-E-A-D, dead. In true comic books fashion, it is going to be a fiasco. Look, Superman's there on the cover. Sure. He goes to everything in this uh, universe. Okay. So we uh, start on the splash page. Yes. Uh, Elastigirl, a.k.a. Rita, Rita Farr, Farr, has busted into Larry's private quarters, even though there's a giant sign on the door saying, keep out. Even yep. if there wasn't a sign saying, keep out, she probably should have knocked. She should have knocked. But uh, I'm seeing that we can't really see the door handle, so we don't know if there was a sock on the door handle or not. <laughs> well, or a bandage in his case. <laughs> considering that his face is transparent and glowing, I'm... Kind of glad that's all he was doing was powering a laser weapon with his face. Right, exactly. And um, isn't it strange you could see his skull through his, his skin? Yeah. So I guess his skin is, well, his whole body is radioactive, but also yeah. I guess his skin is transparent. Good thing you could see his hair, though, just fine. Interestingly, what? He's, he's supposed to be blonde. He's not a brunette as depicted here, usually. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's a very obscure thing. Uh, anyway, so Rita's looking for someone to go out with. Yeah, she's, she's kind of it's it's uh, it's a weekend. She says it's a beautiful day outside. I thought maybe we might go, you know, bike riding, something, or go to the museum. At the museum. Yeah, do what you know what we do when we're not doing house chores, right? Or podcasting. Larry's busy. Robot Man's busy doing gymnastics with his magnetic feet. His new electromagnetic feet. And the chief is busy. Tracking down some unidentified radio signals from space. Probably from a distant radio star. I've never heard of a radio star. That's I mean, because I've, there's no such thing. But I have heard that stars, you know, of course, release radio signals, and we know pulsars and those things. So. Right, right, right. Right. So then she just gets out of her going out of, going out in town outfit and puts on her I'm going to be a superhero outfit. Right, and flops down in the easy chair in the living room. Well, I can tell you that there's nothing quite as relaxing as sitting down in an easy chair in your living room in your costume. Well, that costume, because there's nothing Isn't, hindering her legs. She's got a mini skirt on. She's micro mini. Um, all of a sudden, she starts shaking and floats out the window. She vibrates out of her chair and lifts up in the air and screams, Someone help me! Anybody help! You know what's funny? What? When I was a child, mm-hmm. three, four years old, mm-hmm. not right out of the crib, so whatever age that happens at. Twelve. Um, I clearly remember lying in bed, vibrating, and then floating up out of my body. Really? Yep. Really? Yeah. More than once. You, so you weren't in the crib? No, I was in the bedroom. I can tell you the light, uh, there was a set of bunk beds in one corner and a single twin bed in the other corner Mm -hmm. and a desk. It was the back bedroom of my childhood home, 1321 Elmwood Avenue. Really? Yeah. Um, you know what else is interesting? Mm, tell me. My sister, my younger sister, uh-huh. tells of when she was a child and she used to float not out of her body, but her entire body would 
go into an upright position and she would float down the stairs. Now, if she, I mean, her, in her, she would feel it. Like she wouldn't, she'd sort of see her spirit doing it, right? No, her f- physical body. No way. And she was telling the story once in front of her daughter. Mm-hmm. And the daughter burst into tears mm-hmm. and said, the same thing happened to me. And the first time I told an adult about it is when it stopped. Isn't that the way? Well, I don't know. Uh, no, I mean, very often young people have psychic experiences mm-hmm. uh, or unexplainable, unexplained experiences. Sure. And they voice them to an adult and the adult shuts them down and that's the time, last time they ever have it. And, the, and that wonderful, beautiful imagination and freedom of the spirit and the mind of the child is put into a little box. Adults are literally the worst. Oh, yeah. They're the worst. All children should be raised by wolves. Well, I'm, it'd certainly be a lot more tolerable around cocktail parties if the kids weren't out in the backyard. Maybe not. Wolves. Well, maybe chimpanzees like Tarzan. He turned out all right. Oh, of course he did. He had some great mentors, didn't he? Well, uh, yes, they were apes. Except that he had a didn't he have a, an ape named Cheetah, a chimpanzee named Cheetah? That was in the movies, yes. And that the Cheetah was horrible. It bit Mike Henry, the actor. Really? Almost bit his face off. Yes. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. You know Mike Henry. He was the hot Tarzan. Mm. Is he the one whose picture's in our... No, his picture's not in our bed. No, that's Johnny Wise Mueller. Yeah, I mean, I Johnny wouldn't Wise kick Mueller. him out of bed either. Anyway, Rita floated out the window. Speaking of out of bed, what? Rita's floating out of her chair. Yeah, and uh, Negative Man releases his negative spirit to chase after her and crashes into an energy field. Buckle mm-hmm. him. That, that's weird. It's strange that it was such a dark blue thing. They, they could have drawn that. Like, you see the, the contrast between uh-huh. the light blue and the dark blue sky. It was kind of it was a little weird. Uh, Rita continues floating across the city to the stunned gaze of the populace Mm -hmm. who all happen to be on the rooftops of their office building for Mm -hmm. some reason. Uh, she floats down to love the, the, the sequence of her floating above the top left hand corner with her, with her arms waving. Uh I just love that little action sequence that they've drawn. It's fantastic. Floats down to the spacious grounds of, the home of Steve Dayton, fifth richest man in the world. Fifth richest. Not fourth richest. No. Not sixth richest. No. The fifth. Well, everyone knows the fourth richest is Bruce Wayne. Third richest is uh, probably Lex Luthor. Uh-huh. Second richest, uh, someone in Saudi Arabia, I should imagine. And first richest <laughs> is Superman, because he can crush coal into diamonds. Oh, wow. Is he really the richest man in the world? Well, I don't know, but wouldn't you be if you could crush coal into diamonds? He'd do it all day long. He's such a kind person. I doubt he's the richest man I in the know. world. He doesn't want for anything. No, and he'd give his money away to charity. Uh, it turns out that she's been floated here by Mento, who happens to be Steve Dayton. Yes. Uh, he has He's mental, awfully queer helmet. Yes, mental powers which are augmented by the Instant Pot that he wears on his head. <laughs> Did you say Instant Pot? Uh-huh. <laughs> And uh, he's built a giant machine which is precisely calibrated to pick up objects weighing precisely 118 pounds, which just happens to be the weight of Rita. Now, what if she had been on a bender the night before and she was retaining some water? Or maybe what if she had had ham? Right. She was retaining water, right? Just a lot of salt. Right. 
what would happen? Would she just sort of like, <laughs> would she have skidded along the <laughs> ground the entire way he was floating over there because she was just a couple pounds heavier than than he had uh, calibrated the machine for? <laughs> or what if she'd been in the middle of a fight and using her powers and been either giant or tiny? Oh, be, does her density change? Of course it would. It would have to, I would think. Well, I don't know because she stretches. I mean, she doesn't well, really you can't, stretch. You can't, be, she just, you can't be 20 feet tall and still be 100 and 18 pounds, because that would make you... You, you could walk through walls and stuff, well, you right? You can't lift cars and things like that. No. You know, that, no, that doesn't... The physics of that don't work out. I'm not so sure they're concerned about physics. Oh, as we've seen time and again, they aren't. Newsflash, they don't care. <laughs> anyway, here comes Robot Man crashing through the palatial French doors and wrecking that machine. Robot Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mento... Just uses his regular old powers of his helmet to throw Robot Man across the room. Because he's right there within proximity. In retaliation, Robot Man rips his left hand off and throws it at Mento. Right? <laughs> That's my favorite part. That he just, uh, Yeah, he's going to do that a lot, actually. I know. Remove parts of his own body. And not just like it doesn't look like it screws off, like he rips. Yeah, there's, there's, his there's wires and things coming out of that, uh, hanging out of his wrist. I guess he doesn't experience pain from that. Well, certainly not. He uh, smashes Mento's helmet and then tries to smash Mento's thorax. Is that what we call it? Yeah, he tries to to literally crush him with Uh, his feet. Rita intervenes to prevent Mento from being killed. She does. Um, Stop it, Cliff. You'll kill him. Hold it, you two. Who do you think you are, my big daddy? Stay out of my affairs. She's talking to Robot mm. Man and Negative Man. Um. Meanwhile, the chief is outside in the car, I guess. Watching everything on his lexaphone. Which has a mobile lexaphone, so he yeah. can see everything that's happening inside the house. Jeez, no wonder Lex Luthor's so rich. Right, yeah, exactly. Everybody has a lexaphone. Um, so they leave Rita there. Mento says, darling, you were magnificent. You handled those clods with masterful disdain. And now it's time for something we've both long anticipated. I think he's going to accost her. Well. Without her consent. Right. Luckily. I love this. She gives him the biggest smack. She uh-huh. smacks that into the pot right off the top of his head. Goes flying. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you don't ask for permission. I love a gal that strikes back with force like that. Um, right? Right. Meanwhile, the fellows in their sedan are driving downtown. Uh, I don't know what city this is, but they have human-sized trash buckets. Yeah, what's up with that? Well, I guess it's like an ad, you know, just sort of a reminder to use the trash bucket. Yeah, because but if you see this, the the scale of the people next to it, yeah, that it's um, like ten feet tall. Yeah, you you would have to get on a ladder to throw your trash into that can, unless you're just meant to like just poke your trash through the mesh of the. <laughs> On the side. Could you imagine taking the time to poke your trash <laughs> through the, the mesh of a, a giant trash can? I would. Well, what is this, Bob? So, uh, it's this bank of crests. 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 I don't know. Crestview? I don't know. Where did the Tomb Patrol live? I thought they lived in Midway City. Are you going to look it up? I could. Um, Doom. 
patrol head quarters. Quarters. I'm going to get a lot of stuff about. Um, Originally a mansion residence owned by scientist Niles Calder, that's the chief, located in Midway City in the U.S. state of Michigan. Hmm. Uh, Also where Hawkman lived. Really? Hawkman? Okay. I don't think they ever teamed up, though. They're in Midway City. Midway City. So, Bank of... uh, Maybe it's a suburb, Crestview. Let's say say what it is. Yes, that's what it is. Anyway, the bank's being robbed, and... uh, Negative man and robot man round up the crooks and dump them into the giant trash can. Good for them. I'll right? say. Uh, returning back to their headquarters to find Rita has returned. I'm turning the page now. Um, they chide her for finally coming to her senses, and she says, uh, I'm as much a member of the Doom Patrol as you, but that's all. Stay out of my business. I'll barge into anyone's room whenever I want, but you stay out of my life. She told them they behaved like a couple of juvenile apes, which, you know, they do act like They're teenagers. not, They're, yeah. yeah. Nobody comes out clean in this story. Oh, no. Uh, so we get to the point, the next little uh, development in the story that just made me very angry. I'm sorry. So there's been an accident at the... The quarry, uh, there's a cave in a tunnel they're digging, and seven men are trapped under tons of sand. Uh, A negative man announces that he needs a dump truck fast. So using their crack teamwork, Robot Man rips the the loader loader part off of the dump truck. And Negative Man pokes holes in it to create essentially a giant colander square-shaped colander mm-hmm. through which then we last a girl grows giant and then everybody stands back and she takes the the dump trucks loader uh-huh and scoops up massive amounts of earth where uh, supposedly these men are trapped underneath right right and then shakes it out as if you would be straining uh, kitty litter to get poop out, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Or, sure. Or, or if you're mining, you're, you're gold mining, yeah, gold mine, right. And as the boulders and 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 sand sift through and and leaving the men inside the box, and they say, "Great work, last girl, you saved our lives." But would you mind not shaking this thing so much? My teeth are beginning to rattle. That's a good shaky voice. Thank you. I actually shook my my chair to do that, but. Um, the thing that, that bothered me about this was mm-hmm. that if indeed these guys were trapped in solid sand and rubble, like were, were in danger of, it looks like they were buried alive. Yeah. As she's scooping in with this giant toy of hers that she's created. Mm-hmm. Well, she what, didn't create it in fairness. Uh, well, that they have created. Wouldn't it be possible that the, that the, that the you know, that the giant scoop would potentially dismember men as it scooped up large amounts of earth? Um, or decapitate and dismember well, them? Well, I've never been buried alive, so I can't speak from experience, but... You have dug up things on the sh- on the beach before. We've dug yes. up things. And you know that when you dig, when you break through roots, mm-hmm. you break through things in the sand, mm-hmm. those things would have been human beings. Well... Fine, but I think if the choice is between losing an arm or suffocating to death under tons of sand, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd lose an arm. It says 
after all seven survivors have returned to safety. So apparently she doesn't, in her sifting and digging efforts with the back of a, of a dump truck, mm-hmm. she doesn't dismember or hurt anyone. Good I for her. I do appreciate how the team, despite their quarreling, is like instantly, Larry says, I need a dump truck, a dump truck, and they're all like, yep, we know, we're on it. Mm-hmm. Let me poke holes in it. I'm going to grow giant and sift the men out. Mm-hmm. Like everybody just knew exactly what to do. Yeah. No long-winded explanations necessary. No, or, they save the long-winded explanations for talking about each other and their relationship right. with people. Uh, can you see the sunset outside? No, I can't. You can't see it on the houses? I'm poor. Well, I see no. the light reflected on the houses, so yes. Yeah. beautiful. That sunsets for us. Yes, it is. Uh, that night at a gay social affair. Oh, yeah. uh, st- at Steve Dayton's house, he's uh, spinning a spinning a Ming vase on a cane of some kind mm-hmm. to entertain his guests. This reminds me of when um, on the Lucy Show, when Lucy's daughter, what was her name? You know, it's the version of Lucy when her and Viv live in the house with their children. Oh, and Lucy only wore clown shirts? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so her daughter was having a teenage party, mm-hmm. which she had to, the whole episode was how, how she had to fight and fight for permission to have her friends over. Right. And then the big entertainment <laughs> at the party was Lucy and Viv doing their Charlie Chaplin routine. Because teens love nothing more than their old mother's doing Charlie Chaplin routines. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, Isn't that fantastic? That's fantastic. Was she drunk? Who? Could, Lucille Ball. No. Oh, my God. Could you Those imagine? teens probably wish they were. Oh, my Could you imagine? Could you imagine Jean <laughs> and Donna? Jean's my mother, and Donna's her cousin who was evil. Uh, who was evil. Could you imagine, like, us inviting our friends over for dinner in college, right. yeah. and then they put on put on a variety show where they dress up like, Characters from the 1950s? I literally can imagine that. Yes. Although, although we would have really enjoyed it. Uh, not at the time. Ironically. No, yeah. Yes. Um, anyway, here's, there's Drunkman in the party. Looks like Clark Gable, doesn't he? He does look a lot like Clark Gable. Yeah. Luckily, Steve Dayton is able to balance a Ming vase and punch out a Drunkman. Drunkman. Um... So, oh, Rita's at the party, too. Of course she got to mention. She could have used her Elastigirl powers to get rid of this drunk asshole. But Do people know that she's Elastigirl? Rita? I think they must, because she doesn't wear a mask, mm-hmm. and she was a famous movie star before she became Elastigirl. Okay. So, um, anyway, Steve takes Rita out for a nighttime drive. I love the car. Oh, my God. I was just about to say that. Yeah. I was just about to say, don't you love that car? I do. Um, so he's going, he asked her to God, marry I him. I wish we had a car like that. With those wonderful fins uh-huh. and a convertible. Uh-huh. God. That'd be great. It'd be impossible to park. Look how long it is. We'd have to get another garage. Um, so he has to go away soon to the Greek Isles to put together a manuscript based on some psychological research he's been doing. And he wants her to come. <laughs> what? Just that. What? I have to go to the Greek Isles to, to work on a manuscript for some psychological research I've been doing. And I, I want wonder, you to come marry me. I wonder why it has to be the Greek Isles. Who knows? Is he doing psychological work about 
Greek, the Greeks, the Greek mythology or something. I, why was the Greek Isles? I I don't know. Oh, do you think, do you ever want to go to Greece? I've been to Greece. Oh, that's right. You but yes, I'd love to go back before 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 we were together. B C B T before Tudor. <laughs> what, um, was it, what was it like? Oh, it's lovely. What time of year did you go? Uh, summer, oh, June. Must have been so hot. No, oh, it wasn't bad. Hmm. You know, I mean, it's hot everywhere in the summer, yeah. especially these days. So Rita is not surprised that he's asking her to marry her him, and she's not going to give you her answer. Yeah, but uh, she doesn't smack him when he kisses her. No. Um. Next page. Next page. She's in the back seat of the Doom Patrol mobile. They're, I guess that's what we're calling this. The yellow uh, convertible where they drive also around. Another great car. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's not speaking to them because they uh, were assholes earlier to her. So Killer Keller is hiding inside a suburban house, holding the housewife as hostage. It must not be his housewife, just a housewife. No, a housewife. But the police are outside. Um, so <laughs> Rita has the clever idea to have the newsboy... Toss the paper onto the porch so that Killer Keller will <laughs> reach outside. To As get one the does when one is in, in, not, in a house that's not their own um, yeah. and holds the housewife hostage. With the police outside armed and ready to fire. And the, the paper boy comes by and goes, paper! And tosses it on the porch. The criminal always opens the front sure. door to bring the paper. Um, well, Rita has shrunk herself down and hidden inside the paper. Mm. Um, Very clever. Once inside the house, she grows giant and saves the housewife. Mm-hmm. The end. Uh, the guys are still being dicks to her. I'll say. Um, she ought to slap both of them. Yeah. So the next evening in the evening news, that mm-hmm. must have been the morning news. Right. Did you have two papers growing up? Uh, no. We, I mean, and not in my little beach town. I'm sure uh, perhaps they did it one time, but when I was growing up, you know, I was a, I was a child in the 70s and 80s. We had a newspaper delivered to the house. Mm-hmm. I loved it. We had morning and evening. The Citizen News Journal mm-hmm. in the morning. Mm-hmm. That was They had the best comics. Right. And the Dispatch at night. You had the Dispatch at night? Yeah. So we had uh, the News and Observer. Uh-huh. In New Smyrna Beach. And Daytona Beach was called the, the News Journal? News Journal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that night in the evening news, the headline reads, Doom Patrol Girl to Wed World's Fifth Richest Man. Extra, extra. Extra, extra. Uh, Don't worry, negative man says to mm-hmm. Cliff. I've got a scheme to stop the wedding. I don't care what Rita wants. And then Cliff says... I bet you do. I love it when you get cheap and nasty, Larry. You're such a pro. And look at him. It looks like he's winking at him. Like drunk winking. Like winking. He, he looks like Joan Crawford. Yes. Right or now. Who's the mother on Arrested Development? That's what oh. it looks like. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. I love that actress so much. What was her character name in that? Uh, uh, Lucille. 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 Yes. So they go to the... What's this called? That, you know, Dumont a, what is Messenger? Like? I, just talking about Lucille makes me want to have a cocktail. Oh. <laughs> trust me, we'll be having one later. <laughs> they hire a messenger boy to deliver to a message to Rita by herself. In 20 minutes. 20 minutes. I was reading this and, and I thought, gosh, there's a lot happening in this one little timeline. In this 20-minute period. 
Um, right. right. Not to mention they've put together a whole wedding. She's gotten her dress. Although I'm going to say, you know that Rita has had that dress since before she had a boyfriend. And as we know, her, her weight is very consistent. Yes, 118 pounds. Mm-hmm. Also, she was an actress, so she probably has access to some costuming friends. No doubt. Uh, also, I should mention that Steve Dayton, the fifth richest man of the world, is wearing a tuxedo with a morning coat and his mento helmet for yeah, his what's wedding. what's up with that? Well, you know, military officers wear their uniforms for weddings, so... But the it's helmet. Kind of like, the helmet? Well, what if... I mean, is he a crime fighter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he wants to join the Doom Patrol. Oh, he wants That's to why join... That's why he... Because he fell in love with Rita, and he wanted to get in the Doom Patrol and get some action. Oh. It's his whole modus operandi. I see. Um, well, he he does love Rita, though. Yeah. I mean, he's not... He hasn't fallen in love with her, air quotes. Wait, let me do air quotes with my voice. He hasn't fallen in love with her so that he can join the Doom Patrol. No. Um, so the chief is there, but uh, Larry and Cliff have told the chief that they would not be attending. And now... In protest. Right. But they're having second thoughts. Yes. They realize that if Rita really wants to marry him, they shouldn't get in her way. So right, they take would... off to catch the messenger. Mm-hmm. Just in time, the messenger has gotten there, and here comes Negative Man. And he says, no, I don't deliver that. I'll take it. Right. And he then grabs there's a sort of mayhem, like the wind blows. He goes to grab it. The wind blows the, the letter up into, uh, uh, into the, the, gutter. the gutter of a pipe of a building next to where they're getting married. And uh, then Cliff says, well, I'll walk up the drain pipe and get it and retrieve the letter. And then, of course, the weight of him being on the drain pipe, even though he's, he's attached to the drain pipe, the drain pipe with his magnetic feet, right. the weight pulls right away from the building. Um, Rita grows giant to get the letter. I like how her, if that dog ruins this podcast, it's the end for him. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let I know you're attached to him. Let me close the door. Okay. Go close the door. And I'll explain what's happening. Rita. <laughs> we've got to get new chairs. I know, right? Uh, this is why she had her wedding dress prepared because it's made of stretchy material. And her uh, jewelry also grows giant with her giant arm. Okay. So she gets the letter. She reads it. So it's basically a, a costume. Yeah, sure. It's an action costume that happens to also be a wedding dress. Uh, it's from MBM, my old studio, Steve. <laughs> the is it true that you own part of that company? Is it true the studio was going broke and the head man asked you to do anything to get me to return? Anything, including marriage? Which would, you know, of course, uh, put doubt on the credibility right, of his proposal. Right, make the whole proposal. thing a sham. Yeah. Uh, and, and, of course, you know, um, uh, Larry owns up to it and says, no, 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 I'm sorry. This has all been, a, the whole thing's a big frame up. They tried to do this. We tried to, to, to get you to change our minds. Or rather, sure. we changed our minds in the end, yes. Right. Uh now, this doesn't go exactly like anyone is expecting. No. Because she decides now that she's not getting married because Larry and Cliff have proven that they really care about her by trying to prevent her marriage. And she, what she understands, I mean, the thing that she's losing by getting married is that she will no longer be in the Doom Patrol. Right. The idea of her being married and also being in the Doom Patrol. That, that's not allowed in the 60s. No. No. You have to do what your husband says. Right. Uh, happy ending for everyone? No, because no. that's only half the story. Uh, next day, extra, extra, Lester girl bounces, Manto. This part two is called Bride of the Doom. Well, actually, was that a, was part one, too. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, 
Uh, Steve's wandering the street still in his tuxedo. In a morning coat. In a Only morning now coat. it's an M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Right. Instead of M-O-R. Oh, I see what you coat. did. Yes. Rita's back flopped in her easy chair, uh, thinking, I had to stand by Cliff and Larry and the chief, but I'll always love Mento, and now I've lost him. She's very upset. Right. And the guys are trying to cheer her up. By just jumping around the living room? I don't understand like how that's going to... Right. Or how about Cliff? He took his arm off uh-huh. and hammered it out to be a long arm so that he could lean back on it like one would a tree. <laughs> yeah. He's not very bright, is he? No, he could have just sat down. I mean, there's only one chair in the room, obviously, because Reed is in it. But he could have just leaned against the wall. <laughs> because or... Larry doesn't need a chair. He just spends <laughs> he just 60 out. seconds at a time passed uh-huh. out on the floor. <laughs> Um, Rita's putting on a brave face. I don't care if I ever see Mento again. Now, but clearly they can see that she's upset. Where are you? Right. I'm on the next, on page 15 where they're, she's upset and they're sorry that she's upset and they're blaming Mento. It's not his fault. But they're guys. That's what guys do. Guys are these guys neither, so you know neither Larry nor Cliff are in love with her, right? But they're like her big brothers, right? And they all solve crime, solve crimes together. So sure, obviously they're they're acting like big brothers would, right? Right. Chief is just as confused as I am. Chief, first just... you two did everything to stop the wedding. Now you want to destroy Mento because they didn't marry. Chief just cares about his work. He really right. doesn't put any attention at all into uh, being mentors for them, right? You know. He just patches them up and sends them out to, into their own little twisted mayhem of a life. Also, I wouldn't patch up Cliff. He ripped his own arm off to make a headrest because he's too damn lazy to lean up against a wall. And why did he make that headrest? To lean back on. To make Rita laugh. How stupid is that? Right. Just tickle her. I'd repair or your own arm. Buy her, buy her a teddy bear. Girls love teddy bears. Anyway, Mentos made a new costume for himself. Obviously, he's got a gay tailor. The uh, no gay would make something that looks like that. Are you sure? I mean, are you sure? Maybe the sunburst thing, the whatever sunburst it is, is really cool. It's but the that wide belt is not doing anything for his figure. <laughs> um, I could do without the belt and the cape and the capelet. The capelet. The capelet is is awful. And white gloves? Are you kidding me? <laughs> After Labor Day. Oh, that tailor is gay, though. Look at him. Ooh, it's breathtaking. Yes, he's literally mincing. Yeah. Like, you could tell that he's been mincing. Uh, also, Mento has built a new helmet with five times the power of the first one. Enough power to hammer the goon gang to ribbons, I guess he's talking about the Doom Patrol. Five times the power. Bob? Five, Five times. times. Do you suppose he had a little dial on the first one? <laughs> and it just had one on it. And the new one has a dial that had with, one, with numbers one to five. Right. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> uh, so off Mento goes to the Doom Patrol headquarters. To? To call out Cliff and Larry because they're going to rumble. Um, they go running out. Mento is firing beams from his helmet, bombarding them with mind rays. Mind rays. Uh, Robot Man loses a foot in the mm-hmm. fracas. 
there's some kind of ray that can bust a hole in the negative being. How many of these uh, Doom Patrol issues have we read together now? Not that many. It's like this is maybe the third one. Because it occurred to me as I was reading this that Robot Man loses body parts uh-huh. very easily. Yeah. Right? Right. Maybe maybe he ought to uh, work with Chief to to on that. You know, ripping his own hand off, um, ripping his arm off, losing a foot. Right. Later, later on, he's going to be completely dis- dismembered. Well... No, I'm sorry. He'll still have one foot and one leg. So I said like, one, one one leg and one arm. Sure, sure. It's ridiculous. Now, two of those injuries were self-inflicted that you've listed so far. You're right. So I don't have much sympathy. I believe for that. it'll be four in the end. Two self-inflicted, two that happened from the same person. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Elastigirl busts out. She's going to stop Mento, and he fires a beam at her face, and she's blind. Yeah. And. Also, Steve is an asshole. She's also a giant. Right. And she falls on top of Robot Man and crushes his body. No, he's okay. He We've mentioned this before, that there, that there um, are pornographic um, stories about women who outgrow their clothes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Luckily, her clothes stretch. I've never read one, but I have heard that it was a thing. Sure. It probably still is. Is it still a thing? Pro- I, everything. Is it? Okay, name right. it, and it's a thing. Okay. I've heard allegedly. We should see if we could find one, one old, an old one sometime, like from the sixties. Uh huh. And not read it on the air, but no, no, but read it just with some friends. I think it'd be funny. Um, Robot Man takes off for Steve Dayton's mansion, busts through the walls, starts smashing up antique furniture. And the man who is his butler is not the same tailor. They, they, same no, one, no, uh, but they're the same hair. Yeah. Also, the butler has a rifle. Which he shoots at. Well, you know, most people who are criminally rich, like mm-hmm. just crazy rich, mm-hmm. have guns all over their house mm-hmm. for defense. Because right. when you're when you're that rich, everyone's out to get you. Uh, meanwhile, right? yeah, I guess I'll never know. Meanwhile, the chief is trying to cure Rita's blindness. She looks so vulnerable in that upper left panel. Uh-huh. She reminds me of Mary Ingalls. Uh, Mento returns home to find all of his priceless antiques smashed to bits. Uh, and the editor has put a text box here. Superb values our Mento appears to have. His beloved's eyes rate second to a 13th century cuckoo clock. Right? Well. What does the artist think about Mento right now? He must think he's about two feet tall. Mm -hmm. At least that's how he drew him. It's that belt. It just cuts the body in half. It's not. I will concede that it is not a very good look for him. Um, Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. on the so-called dark side of the moon. So the dark side of the moon. It is actually actually the dark side of the moon. It's not. not, We don't refer to it as the so-called dark side of the moon. Right. Right. Uh, Base of Gargwax, alien fink extraordinary. Have we seen Gargwax before? That funny thing was... I was going to ask you the same thing because I, I could not remember. I kind of recall that he may have been the villain when the Flash teamed up with the Doom Patrol. Okay. But I can't, I have no clear memory and I didn't check my notes because I'm lazy. Uh, but there's a rocket coming from space ferrying uh, Madame Rouge. Right. Who is the assistant to the brain. 
Of course, the brain, Madame Rouge, Gargwax, and Monsieur Mala, the gorilla that you'll see later. Right. They are the brotherhood of evil. The brotherhood of evil. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they're evil and they feel some kind of fraternal attraction to each other. Obviously. Um, hence the name, the brotherhood. Right. Mm-hmm. Madame Rouge, mm-hmm. we re- find out here has the ability to mold her features into any shape. It wasn't Steve Dayton that attacked Rita. It was her disguised as Mento. Pause the progression of the story and go back to page 15. Uh Uh-huh. So we have on page 15, Steve Taylor. Dayton. Dayton. Steve Dayton, sorry. Yeah. With the tailor. Right. Um, He's getting his new costume. Uh And there is the tailor mincing about telling him, giving him compliments about how good he looks. Right. The next panel down, it says, the next day. Right. The uh, Mento is outside of the Doom Patrol headquarters, and he orders them outside or calls them outside to have a fight. Right. So where was Steve Dayton at this point? It doesn't matter. And so... It's the next day. We have no proof that that that's actually him. We see him in his house, and then the next day there's a Mento, quote-unquote, outside Doom Patrol headquarters, which actually is Madame Rouge. And... Steve had planned to fight with the members of the Doom Patrol. He had, but he apparently didn't because it was Madame Rouge disguises him. So were they watching him the whole time? Were they looking on their lexophone from the dark side of the moon to see him in his new outfit and made an exact duplicate of the outfit? Probably. Hmm. Very clever. It's a lot of trouble to go to. It's a lot of trouble. So they must know, as they say here, that they need to wipe out the Doom Patrol. Right? Well, they need to get them all fighting amongst themselves, which is not hard to do because that's all they do all day long, even when they're friendly to each other. They're almost as bad as a metalman. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Although they're a lot more entertaining, actually. Well, that can be argued. (laughs) Really? Um, What? Yeah. There's a soft spot in my heart for the Doom Patrol. Okay. Even the 1966 version. So... uh, now that they are all enraged at each other, Mento is the real Mento now is taking off to go fight Cliff and Robot way, Man. Do you love this? Yeah, when she's <laughs> when she's half man and half the face is half her man. Her manicured nails are forming her face into Steve Dayton. Oh, she looks like a drag queen when she's doing that. It's like a drag queen putting on makeup. So Chief finally cures Rita's blindness. Mm-hmm. She goes to join them. I by I, I want to say this is another panel that i really enjoyed on page 19 when she's waking up when she's waking up yeah. and she tosses that rag off oh, that, <laughs> that linen off of her head and says i can see again oh, oh chief, chief you're a super genius i just love that i think it's a great drawing right her. so chief look is how radiant she is bob she's literally glowing yeah chief is analyzing the ray that mento used to cause rita's blindness and great scott the ray came from an element that doesn't exist on our world, an element I discovered through the analysis of a distant star. It must have been the radio star he was analyzing earlier. I'm going to make a note for myself. Okay. Uh, Feel free. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Cliff and Larry are racing across a bridge, and Mento is on the self-same bridge. They start... Oh, what's this? Yes. Gargwax is up in space, and... They're not using a lexophone. They're using a cosmoscope. 
Well, I'm sure that is the off-brand version. They might have gotten that at Costco. Probably. Look how big it is. Well, I can't find the page. What page are you on? 21? 20. 20? Yeah. Where's the Cosmoscope? Uh, the top right panel, the brain is speaking and says, Oh, let yes. me show you. Turn on your Cosmoscope once more. Uh, hmm. So Cliff He's Larry... Supposed, it, is, it is quite larger than a, than a standard lexophone. Mm-hmm. Lexophone can, is a handheld So do you device. think it's like the next next gen lexophone or maybe the... the, the pre, like previous gen, I'd say. Previous gen? I'd say that Lex Luthor probably stole this technology from Gargwax's people and refined like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because as you remember, he's got a home on a distant planet and a wife. Yes. Ardora. Yes, who I he loves. Her name. Very much. Yeah. And he's a hero to her people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Mentos fighting Robot Man, floating him into the air. Uh, crashing down to the ground and his arm and his leg, his left arm and his left leg, both are tossed from his body. And this is the real Mento who's doing this. Yes. Yeah. Also, Robot Man lands on top of uh, Negative Man and knocks him unconscious before he can get off his negative being. Yeah. Here comes Rita. Uh, she's about to grow giant, rip Mento's helmet off his head, and toss him from the bridge into the river. And also a great panel. Notice that he does not have black hair in that inset panel in the middle. Lower panel. Oh, no, he always has brown hair. Right. Well, you said blonde earlier. That was a negative man. Negative man. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yes, yes. Um, goodness, what I know you haven't had a drink yet. No, I haven't had a, I haven't had a real home run yet on, on finding something really <laughs> criminally wrong with this really bad about this uh, comic yet. Well, maybe there is nothing bad about it. Uh, I do enjoy that she gets caught up in a, uh, a, a plastic heavy cinch sack. Uh-huh. <laughs> Apparently strong enough to hold somebody who's 118 pounds. It, you know what it is? It's that plastic from the planet of the green sun that Supergirl got trapped don't in. Get, don't even start with that. That's what it is. Because oh it's unbreakable and fireproof. She can't grow out of it. Uh, she's going to suffocate. She only has normal strength when she's normal sized. Look at that so. fantastic panic face. I know. Ooh. <laughs> it's drawn very well um cliff what's that painting of the cripple girl in the field christina's world <laughs> that's what cliff looks like here when he's trying to crawl trying to, crawl to his get arm. his leg it's like a circus outside of our house right now by the way the, I know. the reason the bar that butler keeps on barking is cars just keep on driving by and he's sitting in front of the window downstairs just barking at everything that goes god by. bless his heart oh um as cliff is crawling towards his leg he lets rita in on the fact that this was all coordinated between him and larry and mento they were this was all a setup because the chief figured out that the brotherhood of evil was behind all of this and they were play fighting on the bridge. Tickle fighting. To draw the Brotherhood out. Hey, remember Dear. when two of our students were practicing their stage combat out of doors? Yes. And, and the, they were so effective that the police were called on them. Yes, I do. That was a great day. It was wonderful. It was right. They were, play, they were, they were practicing their stage yes. fighting in front of the College of Fine Arts. Yes. Yes. And it was the 
English secretary called the police. Yeah. She didn't know anything. Well, I think she was fired later on. She was. Yeah. Not for that, though. Well, something we won't talk about. No. Something that was, she'd be glad that she was just fired. Right, right, right. Yep. Uh, here comes the Brotherhood and uh, dissolves Robot Man's leg before he can get to it. Now, Madame Rouge is going to take care of Elastigirl. Poor Robot Man. I don't. I don't know what she's going to do. She stretches her arm and wraps it around. I guess she's going to choke her like a boa constrictor. Now this this gorilla, yeah, Monsieur he, Mala. Who Monsieur what Mala? He's sentient. No, yes. sorry. I mean, he he's articulate. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like Gorilla Grog. God, yes. Gr- oh God, you're fine. Uh, I know it's a common mistake. Okay. Um, yes. Now, Gorilla Grad is from Gorilla City, which is a hidden city in Central Africa. Okay. Um, I believe it was originally said that the Monsieur Mala was an experiment of the brain who oh. had artificially made him intelligent. Mm-hmm. But then later on, I think that Monsieur Mala was revealed to have been from Gorilla City. Oh. I won't swear to that. Where's the brain from? Do we know? Uh, I know. Okay. I could have found out before and I got the, And the here, brain is really the guy who runs the whole operation. Yeah, okay. and he's just a brain. That's it. Yeah. He must have been something at one point. I'm sure he was an evil scientist and then just got blown up or something and yeah. turned into a brain. Later, it was also revealed that the brain and Monsieur Mala are homosexual lovers. The... Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. You don't think about it too hard. He's a gorilla. And uh, the, he's a brain. And when they met... It was Moida. Do you suppose they have like they have dinner together and they just? Like, That's know, all they can do because they don't. I don't I mean, think they, they could have they have relations. physical relations. No, no, it's all in their heads, right? Yeah, it's, it's a what could be pure right? a romantic love. Oh, that's so sweet. Do you suppose they talk about recipes and mm-hmm. Hollywood gossip and, and murdering the Doom Patrol? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't you just love this madcap mix of misfits? The, the Doom Patrol. That's why I love the Doom Patrol. They're lovable. I mean, if you you told me we were gonna we were switching it up and we we're gonna watch, uh, read the Doom Patrol, I was like, oh, I'm so glad. I chose this because there's a wedding and it's our anniversary. Mm-hmm. If that wasn't obvious by now, yeah. Um, so I, I really, that's, I think that's why they have a little soft spot in my. I, mean, I have a soft spot in my heart for these guys because they're just such a great little misfit group of weirdos and silly people, and they. I don't know. So, uh, so in this panel on page twenty-three, where she's, um, where um, Mistress, what's her name, Madame Rouge? Oh, these names, Madame Rouge is, has wrapped herself around Rita. Yeah. Uh, look at that face that Rita has when there. she's being strangled. Yes, I know. It's just like he really paid attention to this. Look at the wonderful drawing when Madame Rouge is being pulled away with the claw arm, by the claw arm that's popping out of the chief's action chair. Just look at her, like like the the, the angle of her arm and her face. So cool. And uh, Monsieur Mala, mm-hmm. when he is being tossed by Cliff um, through the air, that's just right. fantastic drawing. We'll back up. Because we forgot to mention that since Cliff's leg is destroyed, <laughs> he just ripped a, a limb off of a tree and shoved it into his hip socket and made a leg for himself. Well, you know, I like that about Cliff. He's a... Uh, he gets it done. He you know? get, he get her, he probably says get her done. He sure might have does. said get her done before we even knew it was popular. Um, also, they Who didn't have action. F- get her done. Get her done. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, thank you. Um, we didn't have action figures when I was a child. Mm-hmm. Not good ones, at least. 
Wouldn't the Chiefs Shut action? Ch- wait. What? I call bullshit on that. What? We had Steve Austin and Oscar Goldman. Those were uh, fashion dolls, it could be argued. I'm talking about the kind of action figure that would have had the chief come in this action chair with a giant claw that pops out of the back of it. We had Star Wars action figures. That was much later. I was barely a child when those came out. Well, you were still a child. In 1966, you weren't even born yet. Well, I never had a chief in an action chair with a claw coming out of the back That's of it. All right. They never made action figures of anyone who was handy capable. Exactly. Except Professor X. Did they make action figures with him as, as Professor X? Yeah. But that was later on. They didn't yeah, make, much later. They didn't make um, X-Men Marvel action figures until, like, the 90s. Well, no, they had the Mego dolls, you know. Oh. No, I don't, but I'll... You know so shall dolls, we press like on? The, We're almost done. little dolls. Okay. I have some over there. You know, the Megos. <sighs> superheroes. Can we talk about the Clarabelle cow mug? Later. It's too painful. It's too raw. It's so... It's the perfect story for our anniversary episode. So, listener, I had a beloved coffee mug with Clarabelle Cow, who's my favorite Disney character, and you can't find any merchandise with her on it, or at least you couldn't. It at is that so time. rare. If you ever see any merchandise with Clarabelle Cow on it, you got to snatch it up because she's not a, and send it to me. A particularly a popular character, but Bob I disagree. Loves she's her. very popular in Italy. She even dated Goofy in the comics. Oh, okay. In Italy. In Italy. Well, all over, but anyway, I had a Clarabelle cow mug, and it was unfortunately broken. It was a standard-sized coffee mug, yep. and I accidentally broke it. And because it's Clarabelle cow, you can't find you it. Could, we could not find it anywhere. And every time we go to any sort of Disney store or Disney whatever, we would be on the lookout for any sort of Clarabelle cow merchandise. And I'll be damned if Bob didn't find it this winter. On eBay, of course. I couldn't. No, I had found several before this time on eBay, but they all wanted two hundred dollars for it. Yeah, that was ridiculous. So this one I found was one ninety five. So I thought it was no. I'm kidding. Oh god, it was like thirty bucks though. So that's but why to see the joy on your yes. face, it is now sitting on the shelf. Not you are not even using it. No, it is sitting on the shelf next to your beloved because it's got some gunk in the bottom of it. It couldn't get out, so that's why I'm not using it. But also. <laughs> I I just wanted it to be kept safe, right? Not touched, right? Anyway, robot. We're almost to the end. Yeah, robot man throws a gorilla across the room, right? And before we know it, then at a uh, then at a signal from Gargwax, Gargwax, the ship comes zooming down, and Madame Rouge Rouge extends her arm and grabs onto the ship, and then grabs her partners in crime. They grab her legs, I guess. Yeah, her stretchy, stretchy legs. Yep. And uh, I guess the brain must be driving the ship because he's not here in the uh, escape scene. Well, how would he, what would he do? Yell at him? Well, I, would, I guess uh, Monsieur Mallow would have to grab him. Yeah. Anyway, they escape. And then uh, Mento gets fished out of the river somehow. Rita begs for forgiveness. And That's a great haircut on Mento, by the way. He really cuts a fine figure there. He does. Because you know why? Why? His elbow is obscuring that belt. He looks six foot four. Right. You're right. You're absolutely right. You know, I was going to buy you a nice wide white <laughs> belt with a big belt uh-huh. buckle on it. A really wide belt. Something yeah, sure. About, about four inches wide. Uh-huh. Hoping that you might wear it. You yeah, know, yeah, so, yeah. Um, I think I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I, would, I wouldn't suggest that. Okay. Um, 
Mento scoops up Rita in his arms. He's dripping wet from the river. Mm. Sugar, I'm going to ask you one more time. Will you marry me? Oh, yes, 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 yes. But when? There's no rush. Let's say in three hours. And they do it. And they do it. Well, she and not only that, in. look at the guests at the wedding. Well, sure, but here comes one more guest, Beast Boy. Yeah, I don't remember Beast Boy. So, yeah, remember he was in the last story. He was kind of a, a teenage rebel, and he's got green skin, and he can turn into animals that have his creepy green face. Uh, was there an undersea adventure where he was a, a legion of fish with a with a yeah, not a legion of fish, a school of fish uh-huh. with a with a one with his, giant fish face? Yeah. Um, now remember him because he's this story of this wedding does not end in this issue. It's going to continue on. I just, uh, if we wanted to cover the whole thing, we'd have to read like six issues. So I didn't do that, but we'll get there eventually. So we have this wonderful page with all the guests at the wedding and you're going to have to, um, help me with a couple of these people. Okay. Okay. So there's the flash. Yes. Next to him is Superman. Yes. And there's Robin. Yes. And kid flash. Yep. And Wonder Child? Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I don't know who the guy is playing the guitar, but I have seen him before. I could not keep it. That name. is uh, Super Hip, who's from Bob Hope Comics. Ew. Yeah. What the hell is he doing there? Uh, God only knows. I think he probably, he was, it's also edited by the same editor, mm-hmm. so. And then um, a, uh, a Wonder Woman is there, yeah. but her face looks like um, Norma Shearer. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then Batman. Batman. Is there, of course. Um, Robin and Kid Flash and Wonder Girl look like they're about Five. 18 inches tall. <laughs> yeah, they are tiny. Tiny, tiny little children. I'm assuming that's because Superman and, and Flash are standing on the stairs. On stools or something? Uh, who knows? They look tiny. They look like children. Right. Yeah, Wonder Woman is swooning at the kiss because, of course, she would like nothing more than to be married to Steve Trevor herself. Of course. Now, have we talked about Wonder Girl with you yet? Nope. So, in Wonder Woman comics, mm-hmm. uh, Wonder Girl was Wonder Woman as a child. Okay. And there was also Wonder Tot, who was Wonder <laughs> Woman as a baby. Wonder Tot. And Wonder Woman had, on Paradise Island, she had this some kind of a contraption which could capture Wonder Girl and Wonder Tot from the past so that they could all three have adventures together. Wow. Was she that lonely? Yeah. Okay. Um, Now, the writer of Teen Titans, Bob Haney. Who is crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's not crazy. He just wrote wacky comics. Right. Well, he saw these comics where Wonder Girl and Wonder Woman were having adventures together, and he assumed that they were two different people, because why wouldn't you? And so he stuck Wonder Girl into the Teen Titans, not knowing that she actually was Wonder Woman as a child. What? How big was the building where they were drawing these together? Well, I, I mean, did they not communicate? Did they not have an editor in chief? Well, the, if the editors were, if it was different editors, like each editorial group was it's kind of siloed off i guess i don't know so is bob haney's uh placing her in a different story uh, yeah. that is inconsistent with the canon of the stories yes is that called uh, retcon well yes then they did have to like go back and make up an origin for wonder girl okay because she originally had not been a 
a separate individual. So was the origin that she sprung out of the reflection of the glass? No, it was... Uh, well, that's interesting that you should say that. Because I, I know something about that. Some uh, Something's teasing me in the back of my mind about it. Some, really? Someone, well, there's there's like... There's a Wonder Woman or a version of Wonder Woman or something like that that was born from a reflection of glass or a projection through glass or something like that. Oh, this is right. Yeah, this is where you think it was like a film strip projector was what pulled them out of time and had them do adventures together. Okay. Um, but no, the origin they came up with was that Wonder Girl had been a child whose parents were killed in a fire and Wonder Woman rescued her and took her to raise her on Paradise Island and she had Amazon powers. Oh. Originally. Okay. But then it was uh, later on there was a version where she had been like Wonder Woman's childhood reflection that came to life and then was kidnapped and grew up and was uh, yeah I've heard that, that from you once before which is how I remembered well probably yeah it's, I just I, remember it being bizarre I'm amazing I, it's amazing I spent that much time talking about it yeah uh, anyway well you know how we get so distracted right we've got so much going on uh, that's it they're married and Mento who's also wearing his new helmet at his wedding now. So, so he unnecessary. He announces that you can now say goodbye to your Doom Patrol days and settle down to be my wife. Nice. When's dinner going to be ready? Just me? then, an emergency bulletin comes in. A bomb scare aboard a plane landing at City Airport. Must, Must check it out before the plane lands. Well, off they all run, and Rita tosses her bouquet to Mento, and off she goes as well. And he says, Oh, boy! I sure did show her who's boss, didn't I? I love my wife, but can't stand my freak brothers-in-law. His mouth is wide there. It's like he's screaming it. He probably is screaming. (laughs) Is this the end of the Fabulous Freaks? If Rita is Mento's bride, can she still be Elastigirl? Wait and see. The next blast, we mean like kapow! Well, we will see what happens. Well, I want to thank you for choosing this issue of Doom Patrol for our very special day. It's a little bit out of uh, the timeline, but it was the most romantic story I could find coming up in the immediate future. And it's the Doom Patrol. And it's the Doom Patrol, which apparently you love. Yes. Uh, you can find Which is not sh- something that I had in... I, I did not love them before we no. started this project together. No. I have grown to, ha- to have them be one of my favorite cartoons you uh, see comics i just said cartoons Cartoon. you see oprah people can change oh you can find us on social media at go go check pod you can find us here every week where we will read an issue or two of a comic and discuss or sometimes we'll do a radio drama you just never know what we come up with it's whatever the spirit moves us to do it's actually whatever we get to Saturday afternoon and we're panicking because we haven't recorded yet. Oh. I'm teasing. I plan this very carefully yeah. on yeah. Saturday morning. Oh. What? Don't tell. Oh. It's a surprise. Don't tell. Okay. About next just week? stay tuned in. Yeah. Just stay tuned. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited. I just remembered. I just remembered. Just, okay, just okay. Calm down. You will be very excited. Tell your friends to listen. If they don't listen to this this week, listen next week. Nobody that listens to this has any friends. (laughs) Bye. Bye.